Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about the satisfying life. So we're not here to have success or make money or do all these things. We're here to create a satisfying life. And a satisfying life is something that's a little bit different than what you think it is. It really doesn't apply to all the standards of Western society. It has more to do with your journey of self-discovery and uncovering the authentic version of you. As compared to the unsatisfying life, which is based in your persona, based in the inauthentic version of you, and based in your belief that outside conditions can make you feel something. So in this episode, Joshua explains the difference between the two and how to create a highly satisfying life. Before we begin, we have a new Ascension Experience alignment course starting on Monday. This is part of the Ascension Experience. It's the first one. It, the best place to start because the basis of all of these teachings is alignment, how to understand when you're in alignment. And this four-week course really gets you there. It's $297, and if you use a coupon code 50OFF, you'll get $50 off of that. But I recommend this to anyone, and you can check it out and see what other people have said about it by going to the teachingsofjoshua.com. Also, we really appreciate your support, so anything you can do to spread the, this podcast around, Put it on Facebook or share it with your friends or leave a review. That would really help a lot. Leave comments, that sort of thing, and make sure you subscribe to it. All right, let's get going. So before we get started today, we'd like to talk to you about these two possibilities for life. And one is a satisfying life and one is the unsatisfying life. It's sort of like being in alignment or out of alignment. In alignment, you receive inspiration. You receive thoughts based in love. You feel good. It, everything makes sense, you have more clarity, you can see things from the higher perspective, you're calm, you're at ease, and you are within reach of this state of neutrality. This leads to a satisfying life. This leads to the satisfying moment. And if you pile up enough of those moments, you'll have more and more satisfaction because you'll be inherently seeing your reality as good, as wonderful, as perfect as it is. The unsatisfying life comes from the perception that outside conditions can make you feel something, that you must be someone in order to receive like, love, respect, and appreciation from others, that you have to do things you don't want to do, that you have to effort and struggle to maintain or control your reality. So the satisfying life would be one where you live in ease and joy, and you are setting forth intentions that perfectly align with who you are. You're living by the intentions you set prior to your birth. You're living this life knowing that it is a journey of self-discovery, and you will expand in joy through experiences when you look at it from this higher perspective. This satisfying life is the life that you intended. A less satisfying life would be one where you're trying to control things in order to get what you lack from an environment that you think is malevolent in some way, while you're perceiving yourself all the time as the victim, needing to receive things that you lack from your conditions. Since this cannot happen, it is not possible, your life must be unsatisfying. It must be unrewarding. It must be something that you're perceiving as full of flaws and problems and issues that you have to handle and deal with. You'll have to maintain this inauthentic persona to maintain an unsatisfying life. You'll have to be someone that you're not. You'll have to abide by rules that you don't believe in. You'll have to maintain this idea of yourself as trustworthy or good in some way. And you will neglect your inspiration. You'll neglect your passions. You'll ne neglect your interests, thinking that they will never get you what you want. In order to get what you want from this perspective of the victim, you'll have to manipulate your conditions and the people in your life in a way so that they bring you whatever you feel you lack. Since you lack nothing, then this is an inauthentic approach to life. And the very idea of inauthenticity equals dissatisfaction. Therefore, the only way to achieve satisfaction is to become more and more and more and more authentic, to peel away the layers of any inauthenticity within you, to release your attachment to what other people think, release your attachment to your ideals, release your belief that what you lack is causing you to feel dissatisfied, and realize that since you're the creator of your reality and this creation is perfect in every moment, that you must have everything you need to go on your journey of self-discovery. And if you don't need it, it's not necessary. 
with this perception that everything is perfect and everything is coming to you when you need it. And if you don't need it, it cannot come and should not come and you wouldn't want it to come. Well, then you can be deeply grateful for everything that does exist in your life. You can really appreciate the life that you have and you can embark upon a journey of enhancing every aspect of your life by receiving love from source, letting that love flow through you and expressing that love to everyone and everything in your reality. So you have a house that you live in and this house is perfect for you right now. In fact, this house was created for you. Whoever built this house had no knowledge of you, but they were inspired to build this house and the house that they built is the one that you live in now. So it was perfectly designed for you at this time in your life. Everything about the house that you live in is perfect for you. It couldn't be any bigger or smaller. It couldn't be any newer or older. It couldn't be any more or less updated. It is perfect for you because it's a perfect reflection of how you perceive yourself within a house right now. But you may say or think that the house next door is better or the house across the street is better or the million dollar mansion over here is better or that if you lived in this other town or the other state or this other country, then you would feel better. And of course, the conditions including this house, cannot make you feel anything. And so if you were to be magically transported into some ideal of some house of your dreams, you would still bring your vibration with you or your perception of yourself with you. You'd bring yourself into that environment and then you would suddenly realize that that environment doesn't make you feel the way you thought you would feel. In fact, if you're worried about money, it would make you feel even more worried about money. If you're worried about maintaining it and the expenses involved in that, those things would cause you more worry and more concern. And you'd be focused on the imperfections of those things, the lack of the money that you would need to create a new ideal based on this dissatisfaction with the ideal that you already achieved. All you're doing from this perception of a victim living in dissatisfaction is holding on to ideals that you think if they were to be manifested in your reality, you'd feel something you don't feel now. But you know that this is not how reality works. This reality works by you feeling something now. And if you felt worthy now, you would attract a reality that would agree with your feelings of worthiness. If you felt confident, if you felt good, if you felt secure, if you felt attractive, if you felt healthy, if you felt powerful, if you felt like you feel in the non-physical, in the physical, you would attract a reality that would perfectly reflect that. So everything that is available to you in a satisfying life is available to you right now in this moment, wherever you are. If you're listening to this call live right now, the life you're living now has everything you need within it right now. And anything that's not within it, you don't need. It would be a distraction. If you're listening to this call at a later date, you have to know that where you are now is the perfect place for you. This does not mean that you're going to settle for this place. This means that it is perfect for you based on the vibration you're offering now. Is it unsatisfying? Well, that's only because you're looking at it from a limited perspective. Is it satisfying? Well, then you're looking at it for the truth of what it is, perfection. If you're wishing that things were different, then you're perceiving yourself as a victim and you're leading an unsatisfying life. But if you're living in harmony with the life that you've created right now and you're really enjoying it and you're really leaning into it and you're really appreciating it, well, then that is satisfaction. And that satisfaction will lead to more inspiration and more experiences and more people that are aligned with this feeling about yourself because this is your vibration. So we'd like you to know that you are not separate from your reality. It may feel like you're an individual and things are outside of you happening to you. This is not true at all. You are your reality. You're the entire thing. You're the entirety of it all. It is all you being reflected back to you. Try to change that reality. Well, that can't work. Try to change how you think about yourself. Well, that will cause you to raise or lower your vibration. If you think about yourself from a higher perspective and understand that you are the creator of this reality and that you are powerful and that you can have me and do anything, well, then you'll start to see signs of that. But of course, there's wobbles in your vibration. There are some limiting beliefs and those will have to come out. 
either in resistant thought or in minor manifestation events. And if you can see those limiting beliefs come out, well, you've just identified something inauthentic about yourself that's leading you towards a sense of dissatisfaction. So process that. Realize it's not true. Prove it's not true. Look at it again from the higher perspective. Realize that you don't have to fear this thing that you fear, that you can do, be, and have anything you want as long as you act on the inspiration to do it. If you're perceiving yourself as a victim, it's going to seem as if the world is closing in on you. It's going to seem as if problems are mounting, that there are no solutions. Because why? In fear, you have no access to solutions because the solutions don't really pertain to the problem in your reality. They pertain to the limiting beliefs that you have. You have access to every thought that has ever been thought. And you have access to every thought that will ever be thought if you become a vibrational match to it. Now, you don't have to become a vibrational match to every thought. You just become a vibrational the thoughts that will lead you on your journey of self-discovery. And so in a state of neutrality, in that zero choice point where you are not living in fear, where you have brought yourself to the present moment of perfection, that there is no fear, there are no preferences, there are no desires based in lack. It is just the authentic version of you that exists in that moment. In that moment, you unlock every single thought and idea and inspiration that pertains to your journey of self-discovery. You receive that inspired idea and there's something you can do in the moment. Of course, you'll have to push past a little fear because there's a remnant of a limiting belief there. Once you push past the fear, you'll add information to that limiting belief. You see how the whole system works. When you act on this inspiration, guess what that does? That gives you a sense of satisfaction. You've pushed past a fear, you've taken some action, and you've had an experience that's expanded you into a new vibrational level so that you can see yourself even more clearly than you did before. One more step on your journey of self-discovery. That is a satisfying journey. So if you think about the satisfaction in your life, where are you satisfied? Where are you dissatisfied? What are you trying to make happen in your reality to get you to feel better? Oh, that's all based in lack and limitation and fear. What if you saw everything as perfect? Wouldn't you then be satisfied? Can you actually change your perception of reality to see that there are no problems and are no flaws and everything is working out? Well, it depends where you are on your journey. If you're stuck in victimhood, this is going to take a little time and practice. You start through meditation. You start through setting your intentions. You start acting on the inspiration you can act on, which is leading you to more information. And you just have faith in the system. And the system, if you take action, when you're inspired, the system itself will lead you. There's nothing you have to do. There's no one you have to be other than who you are. All you have to do is realize there's an inauthentic layer that's causing you to perceive things in a way that's not true. And you remove those layers one by one by one when they come up. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I can ask a question. Excellent. Isabel. We always talk about spiritual awakening, right? Is there something like body awakening as well? The physical body? Awakening infers that you've been asleep. That you've been drifting. You've not been consciously aware of the truth. That you've been perceiving yourself in a way that's not true. That you think reality is one way when really it's another way. Awakening is awakening to the perception of the truth, perception of yourself as the creator of your reality, that this is a spiritual journey of self-discovery, that you are eternally connected to everyone you know, and that your reality is you, that you're not separate from anything. Awakening is the idea that things could possibly be perfect as they are. It's bringing it into the present moment and realizing in this moment, everything's perfect. That you were perfect on the day you were born in that moment. And then in the next moment, you were perfect as well. And at no time did you ever become imperfect. And at no time did the conditions ever become imperfect. That you simply adopted limiting beliefs along the way. And aha, you're not the victim. You are the creator of this. And your entire perception of your life up to this point was based in victimhood. Now you've awakened to the idea that you're the creator. Now, when you awaken, your cells of your body acknowledge that you're awakened. You realize that those cells are you, 
but the body is not you. The body is your vehicle that transports you around. But when you awaken all the stored emotion that was contained in your body for you is released. This happens in a number of different ways. Most often what happens is people get what they call ascension symptoms. They're awakening, they're moving their vibration higher, they're seeing themselves more, they're stepping out of the illusion of victimhood, yet one foot is still firmly in there. And they're tapping on the other side of that. I'm the creator, what does that mean, what does that mean? They're not fully planting their foot yet, but they've had this idea that they are possibly the creator. So let's investigate that idea. They read more, they learn more, they maybe take some courses, they have new insights. This all leads to this culmination where at some point you escape the illusion and are living fully in the reality as the creator. The awakening happens in the illusion though, because it's exactly like the matrix where you have the sense that something is not right here. And then you come to some point where you're given the opportunity to go down the rabbit hole and to see where you are. Now, that could be when you come to this podcast, when you read one of our books, when you follow another teacher, and this leads you step by step by step to more clarity. Then you start behaving in a different way. You start looking at things from a higher perspective and you're not just dragged into fear consciousness by whatever event happens on your outside. You're starting to see the process. Oh, that's a manifestation event. That's pointing out a limiting belief. Oh, that's inspiration. If I can push past that fear, I'll expand to a new level of clarity. Okay, let's move towards this new approach to life of love and acceptance. And let's realize that the old way that we used to live was based in programming over eons of humanity. It was never true, but it's just what people believed was true. And it is, that idea caught hold and in fear, everyone's telling you what to do and how to be and how to live life. And you sort of went along with that. But somewhere in you, you knew that that wasn't true, that it didn't lead to any satisfaction. And you had this vibration of satisfaction, this pre-birth intention to live the satisfying life within you, to discover who you truly are. And so you acted on enough inspiration to come to information and to come to tools and processes that would help you shed away the inauthentic version of yourself to see who you truly are, and that's the awakening. Then you're coming to another level of being. You're coming to practice what you've learned. You let go of irritation. You let go of control. You let go of having to be someone else. You focus more on what interests you. You pay more attention to the direct communication and the inspiration and the synchronicities that are happening all around you. You start to see the world completely differently than you did before. You start to communicate with others and to share what you've learned with others. It comes naturally and easily and it's very enjoyable. And so you begin this process of shedding this inauthentic version of you. Now, the inauthentic version of you had within the body all these trapped emotions, suffering and discontentment and dissatisfaction, all trapped in there for use at a later date. So everything in physical reality is designed to help you to move out of the illusion into the truth on your journey of self-discovery. Manifestation events happen. Manifestation events create emotion or are the impetus of emotion. Because if you're looking at it from a limited perspective, you're going to get an emotion from your inner self. If you're perceiving that thing as wrong, your inner self is going to send you a not very good feeling emotion to let you know that you're perceiving it incorrectly. But if you continue to perceive it as wrong, that gets stored. That gets stored there. It gets stored in the cells of your body. And as you come out of that illusion and awaken to the truth, the emotions are released out of the body. They're not needed anymore. They were going to hold it there to maybe have some physical ailment that you could not ignore, but now that's not necessary. And so you have little issues going on here, little aches and pains, maybe a flu, maybe a sinus infection, maybe some sort of headache or migraine or something. And that's all this releasing of negative emotion. Maybe you cry a lot. 
Maybe you're buoyed by emotions that don't seem to be attached to anything in your conditions. This is this ascension symptoms that you talk about and part of this process of the body releasing the emotions. Now, the body was never not awake, but the body was just, the cells of the body were just doing their job, just supporting you, supporting you, supporting you. They don't need to be awake because they don't have that level of conscious awareness that you have, just like the animals. They don't need to realize what's going on because there was never any illusion. They come and go easily. It's no big deal. There's no real separation between the physical and the non-physical. Same with the cells. This is why the cells come and go so easily. It's the human consciousness that is fixated on limitation and lack that's driving humanity towards this grand awakening. Without the system, you wouldn't be here now. You wouldn't be at this point of conscious awareness where you can see that, oh yeah, I am the creator. Oh yeah, this is how I create. Oh yeah, all the things I thought I want were based on lack and limitation. Oh yeah, if I approach life by expressing love to all of it, seeing it as all of me, then I begin the satisfying life and I release anything that's inauthentic, including the trapped negative emotions that are stored in your body. So, uh, to, so in the process of releasing those emotions, then the new sensations of the body will not be awakened in the body. It will be more like, now I'm aware of my body that I wasn't before. So exactly. The, the body just have released those. And now I, I feel my body different and I feel like alive, everything. And so it's, it's just because I'm more sensitive or perceiving more, I guess that's the right word, than before, right? Yes. So if you're asleep in the illusion, you're living a dull, unsatisfying life where you're not really feeling anything. Mm. If you can think about the person living in deepest fear, they certainly feel negative emotion, but it's not very sensitive. This allows them to have that experience without too much pain. They're just not sensitive. As you awaken... And as you raise your vibration, you notice that your emotional sensitivity is heightened. Mm, yes. Now, you're all highly emotional sense, sense of people because you're already at a high vibration. This is what allows you to bring in this information and absorb this information. So you become even more emotionally sensitive, which is a superpower. You realize that this emotional sensitivity is necessary so that I understand when I'm in or out of alignment. Mm-hmm. When I'm out of alignment, when I'm perceiving that something in my conditions is making me feel bad, I really feel it now, even though it's a little thing. And when it's making me feel good, I really understand it. Well, the same is true of your body. You become more sensitive in the body. You can pay attention now to what you eat and how that feels in the body. You can pay attention now to how you move it around or how you're not moving it around. You can know for sure... If it's stiffer or limber or Mm. tighter or looser or Mm. heavier or lighter, you can know these things now and you don't take them for granted because Mm. you're becoming more sensitive in the body. So it's not that the body's awakening, it's that you're awakening to Mm. the body. So I'm being more aware of the body. And and I now feel like last night I ate something that... I thought it was going to be fine, but my body told me like, no, 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 <laughs> like very strongly. Like, it's just like, this is not good for you. And, 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 and then I thought like, why my body or why I'm feeling this, but I now understand what you're saying is that it's just, I'm more aware of that, of everything what is happening in my body. And that's, and that's very interesting. Thank you. Thank Excellent. You. You'll have to see that what is right for you can only be felt by you. And when you're eating foods that everyone else is eating, you say, oh, I should be able to eat that. Oh, that's good. You have to be aware that it may or may not work for your unique body. And where you can eat things that other people can't eat and you don't gain any weight and they gain weight and they have issues with it, you don't have issues with it because your body's unique. Everything about you is unique. Mm -hmm. Now that you're becoming aware of it, you can fine-tune this knowledge to bring in through love and acceptance that which your body relishes awesome thank you very much excellent who's next
Um, I'll continue on that thread. Joshua, hi. <laughs> I was about to ask a question about these ascension symptoms as well. Um, cause I was catching up on, on the calls that I missed and I was hearing about the ripples and the calmer sea and our increased sensitivity to where just, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be a tsunami anymore. It can be this small thing and you really physically feel it, but also getting to this clearer place of understanding of like, not resisting it, but they can be very uncomfortable. So this, I guess my question has to do with um, letting go of control and still like functioning, (laughs) Um, you know, especially let's say, for instance, in what I do for a living, you know, it's, I don't want to like squash this stuff, but I do sort of need to manage it because I go out there in front of a lot of people. (laughs) And if I dip down into a fear consciousness, like it's, it's can be so physically uncomfortable. So how do you, how do you find that balance of letting go of resistance and control, but also like continuing on (laughs) functioning? You have to understand that where you are now is perfect. So everything you set up in your life now is perfect for you on your journey. Everything is perfect. So your career right now is perfect for you. Your family life is perfect for you. Your home life is perfect for you. Everything is perfect for you now. But you're also in this ascension experience and you're also ascending to new levels of clarity and understanding. In the past, you saw yourself as one who would perceive the conditions and say, that condition is good and feel positive emotion. And that condition is bad, feel negative emotion. Was the negative emotion really a bad feeling or was the resistance the bad feeling? Was the fear the bad feeling? It wasn't actually the emotion that was the bad feeling. The emotion was simply the indication. The fear and how you resisted what was happening, that was the unpleasant part. The resistance was the unpleasant part. If you didn't resist it, that emotion, you would call a positive emotion. So you're used to saying that this is good, that's bad, and these emotions, that's a good emotion, that's a negative emotion. When you get to a neutral place, the storage of those emotions, if you could imagine your your body as a battery storing emotions, it's going to let out positive emotions, and you're going to feel giddy for no reason. Giggly for no... Joyful... Silly for no reason, but you're not going to complain about that. You're not going to call that an ascension, (laughs) an ascension symptom. You're going to complain about the trap stored negative emotion in your body that you are resisting and you're used to resisting and you've been resisting it your whole life and past lives and all this. So you say, well, that just doesn't feel good. That feels not good. Why? Well, this is the issue here. If you were releasing, if you got to a place of of neutrality and now emotions are just wafting through you and being released by the body and it's part of the clearing process and the ascension process you're getting to this incredible state of neutrality i love going out on stage but i don't have to every choice is available to me if i don't want to i don't have to but you think it does you think it matters you think i can't just not show up what will happen to my career Every choice is available to you because you're making your reality. You made that show. Mm -hmm. You made all the people who are in that show. You brought them together. Your perceptions, Mm -hmm. you're separate from that, that they're not you. You brought the audience, big or small, happy or sad. You brought this audience. And they're all the perfect reflection of how you see yourself. Now, you must see yourself from such a high perspective to have done all this. And so in every moment of this creation, you can be in absolute appreciation of all of them coming together to give you this experience. You don't have to give them anything. That's not your job. It's all for you. So you're seeing yourself from a higher perspective. And then for some reason, you feel negative emotion. What could it be? Oh, maybe I just don't want to be here tonight. Maybe I just want to be home with my family. That could be it. 
So you're trying to attach this negative emotion to some condition and saying this is the reason the negative emotion. Right. That's what I was listening to in that last call. And 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 I feel like intellectually I'm I'm sort of seeing like the folly of that, but it I still it's 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 just a little tricky. Certainly, because there's lots of momentum. You've been doing this a long time. So imagine doing this for so many years of your life up to this point, and now you're for the first time contemplating that you don't have to attach emotions to outside conditions, that they're irrelevant, and that the fact that an emotion isn't good or bad is just an emotion. There's no resistance. But you're used to behaving in a certain way, and you say, oh, Joshua, you brought back this new concept. Awesome. How come I can't implement it in the first day? Give you a little practice. Give you a little time. Well, and Give I yourself will say, a break. I, 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 and I, I will say that I'm looking at the quote unquote symptoms as practice time. Like, okay, like, you know, because I'm creating it. And I'm, I can at least know the power of my words to, to not say good or bad. I'll go with like comfortable or uncomfortable because like I'm not going to lie like I mean like anxiety for no reason quote unquote I mean or and sometimes it's also I'm so sensitive that I feel like I I, people can't create in my reality but but you can feel theirs I am so connected to people and I'm talking about like people I just met like people like I feel people's feelings which makes me a really good actor but um, it makes life tricky sometimes. We will point out here too that those living in great fear are not emotionally sensitive and that those living in more love become more emotionally sensitive and this unlocks your inner senses, which are empathic ability for you, (laughs) direct communication, inspiration, all these things. So your sensitivity of empathic ability increases so it feels like when you say unlock like the thing that came to me was like a pinball machine and i'm creating it so i am the pinball machine i'm the buzz i'm i am all of it but like 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 ego me is like like when that pinball machine gets activated it's like whoa (laughs) and sometimes not always a good whoa (laughs) yes so you do two things let's imagine that you were 15 years old okay did you have any anxiety at that time in your life? Um, I think that might have been the some beginnings of it. Yeah, around then, actually. Exactly. So now you're 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Or you can jump to almost 47. You can jump. Anxiety, <laughs> anxiety, anxiety, storing, storing, storing. So that's part of it. Yeah. So now anxiety wafts through you. Oh, I feel anxious. That's an excellent sign. It's being released from right. my body. There is no reason to feel anxious. Oh, it's moving up. Then you move into a room with people. Oh, anxiety. I feel their anxiety. It's not my anxiety. I can see their anxiety. Why would I see their anxiety? Oh, because when I can feel what someone else is feeling, I can tap into who they are and who I am at the same time. I can connect with them further. You don't like the feeling of anxiety. You've never liked it. But guess what? (laughs) That feeling caused you to create the life you've created. Yeah. Yeah. I came here for it. And yeah, there's a lot of ironies because as, and and there's also like sometimes, and I'll have to do some limiting belief here, work here too. But I mean, I have at this point, some decades of experience of a seasonal component. So for me, spring is like a time (laughs) because it's like, I feel, it's like, I feel the earth, like, I feel the expansion. So I have to ground myself or I don't have to, I get to, but like, as this has been happening recently, my daughter, my oldest daughter, I'm like having this pinball machine experience. And then she was on spring break with her dad and her sister. And she came back and she was like, so loving to me. And like, so, which she isn't always. And she said, um, she said, I just, when I look at you, you're my, you're my calming person. You're my, anytime I see you, anytime I'm with you, I feel calmer. And I do get that reflected back from other people, but I think it's hilarious because 
I'm like this hamster on a wheel sometimes inside. <laughs> but you only think that. Right. That's my perception. Now you're starting to feel other people's feelings. Yes. Most people are not at that vibrational level yet. You can see how the average person is highly anxious, highly in fear. You're going <laughs> to yes. see that more clearly and more clearly and more clearly. You're going to be their calming person. Yeah. Because you're existing at this higher vibrational state of being in truth. I want to be my calm. I mean, I am my calming person, but like sometimes when I'm, I not the persona version of me that is people's calming person. Cause that's old news. That's like, I don't have to do that. I just am that. Vibration and I get it. And I, person. And, yeah. So, for many, many people. But then sometimes I get like a little jealous, like, well, why can't I be my own calming person better? So imagine you coming here to be that example of serenity and calm. Do you think it would be of any benefit to you, for you to come in, have no anxiety, no worries, no fears in this pure state of calm and then just be that? You wouldn't be able to relate to anyone else. Yeah, because I understand what they feel. You understand it. Yeah. You can relate to it, which will give you the inspiration to say something and the confidence because you relate to it to push past your fear to do or say something that will be of benefit to them. Yeah. But not needing to get them out of it right because you understand now that you needed it for you but well, i must been, still you've just been labeling it as wrong when in fact yeah. it's been perfect the whole time yeah and you're just wanting it to go away and here's what we ask you to think about what if you embraced it what if you embraced it as that is the feeling of love for you yeah i tell one of my another soul friend like just dance with it like just say oh hello let's dance a little you know it, yeah that is the only thing that's shaking you up a little i know these are the things that, that come out of my mouth for other people but it's so much harder for ourselves <laughs> but you have to understand that you you are on this path brilliantly you've ascended to this level exponentially in this lifetime that you are manifesting all of your pre-birth desires, that everything is going swimmingly, that you're Thank living you. this perfect life and that you designed it perfectly and not a thing about it is out of order or out of whack or wrong in any way, shape or form. It's all perfect. Thank you. I feel it. And I, and I missed, uh, you know, I, I, I'm so grateful and I, and I so grateful to everyone on this call and to you and to my whole life um, it's quite something. <laughs> Everything. You brought us forth. You brought all these people forth for you. I know. And you're all so cool. <laughs> you wouldn't want to bring a bunch of jerks around. No. You brought a bunch of lovely people around because this, this is what you created. Yeah. Cause we are love together and individually. I love it. Thank you for listening. Excellent. Who's next? I'll go. Michelle. So I could probably do the. <laughs> Hi, Joshua. Long time no see. I was reminiscing with Tracy about the last time we were on these calls. Um, this happens to be my first afternoon off in a very, very, very long time. So I'm, I got the, I got, it was 2 22, 22, 22, and two o'clock. I'm like, oh man, I got, this is like, I'm on here. Um, so I could probably do the processing work on this manifestation event myself, but I'm feeling lazy and it's 2 22, 22, 22. I want Joshua to do it with me. Um, on January 3rd, I got the lovely news. It took about a month, but I got the lovely news that I do not have breast cancer. However, now the bills are coming in and they're ginormous. Um, they're mind blowing. And I've just, I've worked so hard to get my business up and running. Like you can't even get, I mean, I'm unbookable right now, um, which is someplace Joshua told me I would get there and thank you. Um, I'm there, you know, and I, I just see like, what the F, man, now this comes in and just like threatens to take it all away. And, you know, then I get all angry about the medical industry and the billing industry. And, um, you know, and, and then there's another part of me, the processing part of me who can process this is like, well, that's just an illusion. Those are just figures that they give off. And that this is just designed for me 
to reflect my perception of myself right now about how I'm not worthy to receive all that I've worked so hard for. But there's something else. There's another level that Josh would like for me to get to. So I, I'm just all ears and going to absorb some Joshua right now. Good. Would you gratitude. say that you've had a high vibrational relationship to abundance or a limiting relationship to abundance? To be, if I'm going to get totally honest, limiting. And so that's just an indication that there's limiting beliefs there. When you say okay. you've worked hard, we disagree. You've worked easy. You've worked doing what you love. <laughs> There's nothing hard about yes. it. You just being you. It just all came together. You just saw yourself <laughs> from a higher perspective and the reality came and formed uh, that. But you have a limiting right. belief in there. So you have a manifestation event. Manifestation event around mm -hmm. your health. Turns out you're okay. Manifestation around bills from a hospital. What does that even mean? Does that even, what does that mean? How much are these bills? Uh, eight and a half thousand for a mammo and a biopsy. So we're talking about $8,500. Yeah. Let's imagine it was 850,000. Why wasn't it 850,000? Because people can't pay that. That would just never get paid. So they wouldn't bill that much. Why isn't it a hundred thousand? Because somewhere along the line, somebody decided what a fair price was and decided that an x-ray is worth $5,000. Somewhere along the line, somebody arbitrarily determined what this was worth and assigned now, a figure to it. Are you the creator of your reality or did this just happen to you out of the blue? I'm the creator of my reality. So why wasn't this bill or, or the medical procedure more involved so that the outstanding balance was a hundred thousand dollars if it was a hundred thousand dollars what would you do i would uh i would refuse to pay i mean i, I would just you wouldn't worry about it yeah i mean if it was 10 million dollars <laughs> what would you do you wouldn't worry about it but no. it's exactly the amount where you could say oh i probably should pay this but this is going to be really hard to pay but it's too little to mm -hmm. just discount because it's going to be there forever so the universe picked for you this ideal amount that meant something to you you see this perfect amount so that you'd have to deal with your limiting belief around money. Now, as an abundant person, you could manifest $8,500 in 15 minutes. Yeah. Easy. We remember having a conversation with you where you didn't want to go on an online dating app because it was $29 a month. <laughs> and we said, here's a check for $29 and here's the love of your life. Which one do you want? <laughs> and you chose the love of your life. Uh-huh. That $29, you thought, meant something. Because at the time, you were thinking, oh, this is going to be take six years. So $29 a month for six years. Turns out it took one month. Mm -hmm. You think this means something. That's okay. You can have that limiting belief that that means something. Mm -hmm. If you were Elon Musk and that $8,500 came, it would not mean anything. No. But you're Michelle and the $8,500 comes. So you must know that the universe is trying to show you something here. Whereas you are ascending in your vibrational relationship to financial abundance, mm -hmm. you have these old limiting beliefs that are holding you back. Now, where did those come from? Did they come from your family you were born into? Did they come no, I from- I created them. Well, they, you may have picked them up along your way or they may have been brought with you from past lifetimes. So somewhere yeah. in that is an incorrect view of who you are as the creator. Somewhere your limiting belief is not, I don't have enough money. Your limiting belief is, I'm not the creator of my reality. Yeah. Yet you've proven that you are. You've manifest all these things. You've come to see yourself from a higher perspective. It's not that you've actually created these things. It's that you've chosen to interact with yourself from this higher perspective, to see yourself as more, more valuable in every area of your life, more worthy in every area of your life. And so you're paddling downstream and things are going well and you're having a breast cancer boulder in the middle of your river. And so you play around with that for a while and you blow that apart. And then you're making your way downstream and now you have a medical bill boulder and you're stopping on your way down your lovely journey, scenic journey of self-discovery to try and blow up that boulder. 
Notice what happens when you want to blow up that boulder, when you think it's wrong. Mm-hmm. So there's two possibilities, that this medical bill is wrong and should never have happened, or that it's perfect. Two possibilities. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's wrong. They shouldn't have charged me so much. That's crazy, $5,000 in x-ray. I got x-rays on my teeth, and that was $15. Why is this $5,000? Why is that that? That's wrong. I, I should sue. I should write my representative. I should... I should write the have the papers write an expose on the on the yep. Yep. muckraking yep. of all this. <laughs> all those urges coming from a state of fear. Uh-huh. So now you're in a state of fear, you just get urges to change the condition, the thoughts of fear, and it doesn't feel good. It's unsatisfying. What if you sent it love? I am so grateful for all the wonderful people who were there to help me on my journey of recovery. To understand that my body is perfect, that everything's perfect, and this is just showing me a limiting belief because I felt a manifestation event, I felt negative emotion. That's all it's doing. It doesn't mean anything. Thank you for sending me this bill. Thank you for being there. Thank you for the medical establishment who was there when I need you. Thank you for everyone who worked there. Thanks for the whole system to set it up. I actually created this thing. If you say thank you, if you give appreciation, you reach a neutral state. You're not in fear. If you're trying to alter the conditions, you can have an ideal. Maybe if I negotiate, I can get half of it taken off. That's still changing the conditions, isn't it? If you were inspired and you went to the grocery store and you bought a lottery ticket and you got $600 million, would you spend your time negotiating $4,000 off that bill or would you just pay the bill? I just paid the bill. Exactly. So even this ideal that you think is inspired to negotiate is still trying to change the conditions. Hmm. So we're talking about something even deeper here. What if you absolutely understood that everything was perfect? Well, you reach this point of neutrality. No longer are you in duality thinking that's good and that's bad. Oh, I should be happy because I don't have breast cancer. I should be sad because I got an $8,500 bill. No, that's still perceiving yourself as a victim. The test results made you happy. The bill made you unhappy. You see, the outside conditions are making you feel something. This is the approach to life of the victim. This is based in your limiting belief that you're not the creator of your reality. The creator of the reality realizes, I don't need to be happy if I'm in perfect health. That's natural. I don't have to be upset if a bill comes in. has nothing to do with me. Somehow, it'll be taken care of. I don't have to even think about it. If I had a million dollars in the bank, I'd pay it. Since I don't have a million dollars in the bank, I'm not paying it. It's not going to affect me at all. Since my life is perfect in this moment, it's going to be perfect in the next moment. And if I maintain this state of neutrality, I'll receive inspiration. Why don't I have an extra $8,500? Why don't I have an extra $50,000? Why don't I have an extra $150,000? Oh, maybe there's something I'm doing that's limiting how money can flow to me. Oh, here's an idea. Here's an idea how I can grow the business. Here's an idea how I can become more abundant. Here's an idea. I don't have to solve this bill. I have to move towards more abundance because that's more authentic. I can be, have, and do anything in this reality. This bill is just popping up to show me I don't have an extra $8,500. You see? Why don't Mm -hmm. I have it? Because I've been limited in the way I'm conducting my business. Since I am so valuable. Yeah, why don't I I have a million dollars in my retirement account? Because Mm -hmm. I've been limited in the way I'm conducting my business. Now, I've seen myself from a higher perspective, and this is why I'm totally booked up. But why am I charging this? Why aren't I bringing in more staff? Why aren't I expanding this to reach more people? Why aren't I being of even more service to more people? Why aren't I infinitely more abundant than I am now? There's something I'm doing from my limited perspective of myself as a victim that I'm not allowing to come through. Once I reach a state of neutrality, I don't care about the bills. I don't care about the income. I don't care about the future. I don't care about the past. I'm in this perfect moment. Everything is beautiful in this moment. I have everything I need in this moment. 
I'm at peace. I'm neutral. I'm calm. In this moment where everything is fine as it is, I'm going to get hit by a lightning bolt of an idea (laughs) that's going to cause me to see something in a new way. And then I'm going to take a little action on that. I'm going to get a little insight, get a little idea. Maybe someone's going to mention something to me. Maybe I'm going to get inspired to ask Joshua a question. And maybe (laughs) Joshua's going to say that the bill came to point you into a new direction of abundance because Mm -hmm. you deserve it. Thank you. We have enjoyed this conversation immensely. You are all on the leading edge of the leading edge of the leading edge of thought. You are doing far greater than you ever imagined that you can possibly be doing. You can't see it all yet, but everything you want is coming to you. And it's coming to you as you're reaching a state of neutrality rather than the state of up and down, up and down, good and bad duality. The state of neutrality will lead you to everything that you truly want to manifest the life of your dreams that you intended to live prior to your birth. You'll still be on your journey of self-discovery. You'll still be awakening. You'll still be ascending. You'll still be processing all these things. But new experiences will come. New creations will come. New levels of abundance and freedom will come. Things will have to be released. Encounters will have to be had. Manifestation events will have to be had. Experiences will have to be had. It's all part of this journey. It's all meant to be in fun and joy. So think about the fun, think about the joy, think about how wonderful your life is in this moment and think about yourself as the creator of your reality. And with that, we are complete. Well, I hope you really enjoyed that one. It's all about thinking about how to make our lives more satisfying, more aligned with who we truly are, being able to push past more fear, to become more authentic, to act on a lot more inspiration and to move along our journey of self-discovery. The more we do this, the more satisfying life is. Um, We are having a new Ascension Experience course starting on Monday. Visit theteachingsofjoshua.com. Click on the Ascension Experience, and the first course is Alignment. You can also see all the other courses there as well. But the Alignment course is the first place to start, and this really sets up a basis for doing everything else. Remember, words don't teach. Experience teaches, and this is an experience. We have four weeks of reading and plots and calls and assignments and daily spiritual practice and meditations and it really changes your entire mental construct so that you could see yourself from a higher perspective and once you do that you raise your vibration and then your reality starts to improve well it starts to feel better anyway so i hope you uh have uh, time to take a look at that and if you have any questions send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and also remember to share this podcast with all your friends and on Facebook and leave reviews and comments and subscribe and follow and all that stuff. Thanks again for being here and we'll see you next time. Bye.